podcasting from her villain's lair. Filled with sequin linens, the new Urban Decay palette, and a half-finished ransom letter, bringing you unsolicited advice realness. She's blunt. Girl, you better start charging more. Your kindness is not paying the bills. She's hilarious. Look, I am just one bouquet toss away from pulling an Anna Nicole. She's compassionate. Honey, you have everything you need inside of you to make this happen. Stop giving up on you and give away all of those self-doubts. But the fact still remains. She doesn't even go here! Hey, good-looking people. I have absolutely missed you. It has been quite some time since our last episode. And I apologize for that because it has been absolutely crazy. But you've probably heard me or you've seen me in other places. So you know I'm not slacking off on you, babe. I've just been super busy. But I decided that I should probably take some time and talk to my own people on my own show. (laughs) I was on um, Timeline Geniuses podcast, which was so much fun talking to Eddie about um, work-life balance, especially in our industry where it seems like it's almost non-existent and you have clients that expect you to be there 24-7 because this is such a personal event and you have other extraneous factors like, you know, petty stuff, bills, payroll, all that other deliciousness that you've got to deal with. So that was a really fun conversation. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely journey over to the Timeline Genius podcast And find that episode with me on it. I promise you, I was my normal, cantankerous, funny self. So it's even though the topic sounds kind of boring or it sounds kind of, I don't know, not redundant, but just, I guess, redundant. And then maybe even non-applicable. I promise you, you'll probably pick up a lot of jewels from that particular episode. So, of course, I was also at Wedding MBA in October, which was absolutely amazing. That was such a great time. And if you came to any of my sessions, I got to give you a shout out because you guys made me feel so loved and so welcomed. It was just a tremendous thing. And the one thing that I, I always say whenever I go to conferences is that I really want to make sure that I'm giving good value and that I make people feel important because that is so huge for me being in this industry for, God, January, it'll be 15 years, Christ. (laughs) For 15 years, I remember what it's like to be new. I remember what it's like to have all of these ideas and no clue as to how to get it started or what to do, where to go, who to be friends with, who to stay away from, what to purchase, what to invest in, what to say, this can wait. I remember all of that. So it's 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 rather therapeutic for me to come back as a speaker and as an educator and see people in those same, I guess, in, in those same avenues that I was in. And just to let you guys know that if you stay true to yourself and your business and your brand, and you're not afraid of anybody or anything, baby, you can take over the world. Okay, Christ, I almost spilled my tea all over myself, baby. That was about to be a whole McDonald's coffee in the drive through episode, but we avoided that. So that has been pretty much it for me. I will be at Styled Shoots Across America next week in Dallas uber excited about that. And I will also be in New Orleans next month talking to Whippa. That is going to be a lot of fun. And then I've got a ton of different gigs and appearances next year, which I am also thrilled about. So I'll make sure that I keep that on the website so that you can come and see me, you can come visit me, you can cheer me on and all of that deliciousness. I'm trying to think about what else I got to tell you about. Aha. Ooh, yes. Okay, honey. So check it out. You guys know how I always ask you, either if you come to me as a mentee, if you come to me as an attendee to one of my sessions or to one of my webinars, I always ask, 
if Oprah tweeted about your business right now, or if she dropped your name on her channel, or she said your name in an interview, would your business be able to sustain all of the traffic, the attention, the emails, calls, DMs, requests for proposals, new clients, new contracts, new vendors to work with? And a lot of time people panic. (laughs) You can see that whole deer in the headlight type of eyes like, girl, that's what I have been working towards. But truth be told, I don't know if I'm ready yet. And that's totally fine. I need people to understand that I'm definitely not asking you in a way to make you feel like you have you don't have your shit together because honey a lot of us don't not at all. But I'm asking you because I really want you to get an attainable and realistic handle on your goals and your vision and most importantly where you are right now. So if you are coming to me and you're saying you know, I I want a team and I want to work, what, 26 weekends out of the year and I want to do big luxury weddings or I want to crank out really well thought out and curated rustic weddings, whatever the type of weddings that you want to do, but you have no plan or you have no system in place for anything, then honey, we got to talk. So that's what we're going to do. Today launches my new free email challenge called Getting Ready for O. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So each day in the challenge, you will get a certain task that you have to do to get you and your business ready for Oprah. You want your business to be ready for engagement season when all of these couples are coming in with questions, with ideas, with requests. Because guess what, guys? They're coming. We've got Thanksgiving right around the corner, then Christmas, then New Year's. We are about to hit engagement season, full service. Guys, and next year is 2020. So you know that they're going to be coming quickly. But you also have to know that they're also going to be interviewing a bunch of other people too. So you can't be slacking on your pimping, baby. You got to get your stuff together. And that is exactly what getting ready for O is all about. So if you are interested in taking the getting ready for O challenge, then check out the newsletter that comes out today. There is um, a link where you guys can sign up and I'm also going to put it on my website so that you guys can start there too. And I'll be giving away prizes and different gifts and what I like to call hustle sugar, because I know you guys are going to be hustling and humping and do, well, God, that was bad, wasn't it? I'm sorry. Okay. Well, you know what I mean? You're going to be hustling to try to get a lot of stuff done, even while you're trying to work, while you're trying to live, you're trying to feed the kids, you're trying to keep your partner happy and all of that other stuff. So I want to recognize you and all the hard work that you're doing. So I will be paying attention to all of my Instagram stories. If you are working on the challenge and you tag me, and you put in the hashtag GRO with Terica, then I will definitely check it out and I will be sending out some random gifts and hustle sugar and motivation to different people throughout the challenge. So definitely check that out. You guys can also see that on my website, which is Terica Inc. T-E-R-R-I-C-A-I-N-C.com. So I'm super excited about that. I hope that you guys will join me in that challenge because you know what, honey, I'll be doing it too. I I do not pretend like I have hit the holy grail and that I've got it all together all the time. Engagement season is upon us and I have to make sure that everything with all of my brands are whipped into shape and they're ready because there is absolutely nothing worse in the world than playing catch up when you are being inundated with inquiries, quote requests, proposals, contracts, design schemes, vendor research, all of that insanity. So I am going to be working to get my own brand together. Well, brands uh, with a Z (laughs) together as well. So I hope you guys will join me with that. And a lot of uh, your other fellow listeners and mentees and attendees, a lot of us are going to be doing it. So check it out. And now we can get started for today's episode. All right, let's get started, guys. So today we are going to be talking about building 
a rock star team for your company. And I hope that this is going to be helpful as you are planning out your 2020 and you're starting to look at your dates and seeing, you know, the scale and the scope of the events that you have for next season, the amount of work that you're going to have to do in the office. And you may be thinking, okay, how the hell am I going to get all of this done? Or maybe you are probably at that point in your business where you're saying, okay, I would like to build a team either to have someone assist me or to bring in additional income into the business. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So um, you guys all know, I'm pretty sure you've seen them before, but forgive me, this green tea is on point this morning, but you've heard me talk about my own team. And we just had a killer wedding this past weekend that was absolutely phenomenal. And I posted about it on my personal Facebook saying that it was a gorgeous wedding and it was probably our biggest wedding of the year. And not because we had a ton of people, not even because we had a huge space to deal with. As a matter of fact, it was quite the contrary. We had a very small space to deal with, with many flips, a ton of logistics, several vendors. We had guests bust into this very remote area in Georgia that is actually the property of my clients, but it's, so it's not even an actual venue. We had to pretty much build an event space that was very reflective of them, but also conducive to hosting the amount of people there. So needless to say, I would not have had the success that I had this past weekend if it was not for my family. And I say my family because I love my team. Like they're my own. I talk to them every single day. Even if I don't see them every day, we are borderline. We're not even borderline. We're absolutely ridiculous when you get us all together. And I am so glad that at a point in my business and in my life that I have them right now. So you know, when I talk about my team, you guys have probably seen me show photos of them, but there are three additional planners here at Cocktails and Details. We have Soprano. Well, that's her nickname. She is approximately three apples tall and nothing but pure Sicilian fire. If you need somebody with a great attention to detail and logistics and you want somebody to hide a body, Soprano is the one that you go to. Then we have X. <laughs> he is amazing. He is, and by the way, I'm giving all of our code names too. But he is phenomenal because he comes from a hotel and a catering background. So he is able to really look at BEOs and look at timelines and say, this does not make any sense. How are we going to do this? He can also visually put things together. Soprano is equally amazing at that too. Like she, she is the one when we design things, I make sure that she is there because I want her eye. She has a great attention for detail. So everything is like straight and her and X are exactly the same. And then we have Glenn Coco, <laughs> the same name from Mean Girls. Uh, yeah, you go, Glenn Coco. She, she is a former um, Miss America organization contestant, just like myself. And so, baby, she could give you diabetes. She is so sweet. She is the kindest person. She can make you feel so at ease and so comfortable with everything and she can just sell you the dream and the vision. And she, she says we use her as the sacrificial lamb. So like if things get bad, I'm like, listen, I'm not talking to anybody today. One of y'all better go talk to these people or it's going to get real dark real fast. So she is awesome to have because she acts as that buffer between me and, um, some, very questionable circumstances, but they are amazing. And then of course, um, I'm not sure if any of you guys know this. We also have my daughter who helps out a lot they call her 2.0 and she helps out a lot too. She's amazing. And we just got a great new intern who is also phenomenal. Working with them has been absolutely amazing because 
they bring so many of their great characteristics to each and every wedding that we have. And they resonate with different vendors. They resonate with different clients differently than I may. So that's always a wonderful thing to have in your arsenal because not everybody gets along. You know what I mean? Not everybody is going to be your people as far as vendors and clients or even bridal party. So it's always great to have someone on hand that can be an alternative for these people to deal with and work with. And I am eternally grateful for them. And I absolutely adore them because they make me 10,000 times better and they make what I do possible. But it wasn't always like this. Um, I They've been with me for about, uh, I, cumulatively, I want to say maybe five years, I guess. And it wasn't always like that. There were a lot of weddings where I would just bring in day of help and they were nightmares, guys. Like, so, you know, coming down here and, and being by yourself and being one of the few planners that are in the area, you get a lot of people that will come to you and say, oh my God, this is my dream. I really want to do this. It, it's like that scene from Shrek where the cat holds his hat up under his chin and his eyes get so big. That's what I always envision when I have people come to me and say, it's my dream to be this wedding planner or to be a wedding coordinator or a wedding designer. And I'm like, baby, you have no clue as to what it, your shoes don't even match your outfit. You have no clue what it means to, to do this at all. I would also go to temp agencies beforehand. And so, so, you know, um, when I got home from college on summer break, I was looking for summer work. And I said that, I did not want to work in a restaurant. I had already done that. I've been working since I was 12 and I've already been there and done that. I really wanted something where I could be in an office. I could interact with people who had sense. So I started temping at a temp agency and I hated the job that they sent me on. So I went back and I told them that I hated the job. It was not going to work for me. And they were like, okay, well then come work for us. So for that entire summer, I was working inside of the temp agency and helping the recruiters and all of that other stuff. So when it came time for me to find my own help, especially like for day of or even office stuff, I said, I'm going to go back to what I know and I'm going to go to a temp agency. Y'all, they sent me this one girl. Christ have mercy. Y'all, she comes to my wedding at one of the most prestigious events here. And she's all tatted up, which I have no problem with whatsoever, but I knew that my clients might. So the temp agency made sure that she wore long sleeves just because. And this was some years ago. This is over, what, maybe 10 years ago. But she comes in every, I swear to God, every 15 minutes, she was like, I need to take a smoke break. I need to take a smoke break. So if you know anything about overseeing setup or taking part in setup, you know what a distraction and a deterrence that is because it just slows down productivity. So that was an issue. And then I noticed that she was being, she was gone longer and longer through these stretches. And then I, I saw her at the bar. And the next thing I know, I see her climbing this stage with the band. And she's like, I'm going to sing a song for everybody. And I was absolutely mortified, mortified. It was horrible. So I just told her to go home and I had no more use for her. So that's one of my nightmare stories right there. I have had um, different people email me all the time and they say, oh, I want to move. And, you know, I, I want to work with you. And, you know, being a wedding planner is my dream. I've always loved planning parties and all of that stuff. And then when you get them and they see how much work it actually entails, like they literally cry. And I just sit there like, I told you, this is not a dream. You're not here as a guest. You are here as the magician. You are here as the ringmaster to get all of this stuff together. Baby, I had one girl show up and some flip-flops and I didn't say nothing. It's against my policy, but I said, you know what? You gonna learn today, boo. Her feet were all calloused and blistered and all of that other stuff. That was a mistake she would never make again, also because I ain't have her back. So needless to say, those were absolute 
nightmares. And, you know, it, it takes so much out of your day already when you're working with clients and you're working with other event professionals. Then you also have to handle your own accounting and marketing, social media, website design, you know, website updates, whatever it is that you're not delegating out, you already have enough on your plate. So then to stop and go through different resumes and all types of stuff. So we have actually now a careers page on our website and anybody who emails me and they don't follow the directions because there are specific directions on it, then I know that you're not the one. And I know that you're going to waste my time. So I always look for people who have truly realistic goals and concepts of what this job typically entails. And of course, you don't know what you don't know, but you have to know you're not walking into this grand party and you just get to boss people around and tell them where to put this and then have a seat and, you know, drink at the bar, have dinner, whatever. I mean, it's, it's insane the things that people think that they're going to do. And I have to snatch them up real quick and say, honey, it's not like that at all. So as you are thinking about your concepts for 2020, I want you to ask yourself, do you really need a team? Because I hear a lot of people say, yes, I want a team. I want to grow my business. But I'm like, are you even there yet? Because you do have to provide for them. There are certain things that you have to do. Do you really want a team or do you just want to look like you have a team? You know, do you want it to for, do you want it for everybody else? You know, because you think it makes you look a certain way. It makes you look more prestigious. It makes you look more professional. And that's not always the case. Sasha Souza, my mentor says all the time that it's just her and Mel. I know a lot of you guys met them at Wedding MBA and she's totally okay with that. This is this, you know, amazing celebrity planner that it's just her and her assistant. So Really think about why you need a team and the reason for your growth, because you being a boutique planner, designer, coordinator, or whatever can really add to your mystique and your brand profile. So if you say, yes, I definitely want a team. So I want you to think about, do you need a team all of the time? Do you just need someone to come in on admin days, depending on when your admin day is? Mine is Monday. Do you need just somebody on Mondays? Do you need somebody just in the first part of the day for the week so that you know they can focus on calls, they can focus on um, answering emails while you focus on stuff that's going to bring in more money? You know, they're handling now money, you're handling future money type of stuff. Or do you just need somebody on the day of, someone to help you when you are working a wedding to help you with setup and logistics and a management? And, you know, you may even want somebody to bring in additional income. So maybe you're saying, I have way too much on my plate. I'm growing a lot faster than I thought I would, than I anticipated. Or I see the potential of the volume being there and it would really help me if I brought on another designer, another chef, another photographer, so that I can increase the amount of income that I have coming in without necessarily doing more work. So once you can identify exactly why you want a team or why you want a staff, why you need additional people to come in, then we can kind of navigate and talk about, all right, well, this is where you need to go and this is how you need to handle it. So you say, yes, I definitely want to grow or I'm definitely in need of a team. So now you have to figure out the who part of it. Okay. You have to find out who it is that is going to work with you or who it's going to fulfill the needs that you and your brand have. So you want to find somebody that is going to compliment you because they got to have the same style. They have to have the same vision. They have to have the same approach. Y'all know good and well that some little church mouse, little quiet wallflower is not going to do well with me. <laughs> Just not, baby. I'm going to turn you out. Sorry, your mom ain't gonna recognize you when I'm done. It's gonna be like that scene from Greece where Sandy comes out and all the leather stuff and the big hair and the red lipstick. Yeah, baby, your mama's gonna be mad at me. So it's gonna be very important to have someone 
that complements you, that they look like, not when I say look like you, they look like your brand. They look like you would get along. They look like they would very well represent your company. So when people see them, they're like, oh yes, they must be with XYZ. That is what I mean by looking like you. So you want them to have the same style, the same vision and the same approach. Y'all listen, if I could, I won't screenshot some of our group texts with with my team because Woo, I'm pretty sure they are illegal in six states. However, if you say, or better yet, if I say in the group text, hey guys, listen, we got this big wedding. I'm going to need you to pick up some baby's breath and some mason jars and some burlap or whatever. They would probably have me committed. They would. And again, I have to say this all the time. There is nothing wrong with that stuff. It is just not our style. And they hate it. Like they would seriously stop whatever they're doing and come to me and fight, physically fight me. So they have that same vision for the brand. They have the same style for the brand and they have the same approach to everything with meeting clients, with meeting new vendors, with handling uh, venue research and walkthroughs and, and vendor matchmaking and design. We all are pretty much on that same cord. Now, we don't do everything robotically. We're not all cut from the same mold, but we do have that same feel and that same approach to things. So, And that also helps my brand because that means that my clients and my event team, they get a consistent and a very cohesive experience with us. That is killer and that is key. You're also going to want to make sure as much as you find someone to compliment you, you want to make sure you can find someone to supplement you. So find people who are great at what you hate to do. Some days I hate talking to people and that's what (laughs) makes Glen Coco absolutely phenomenal because I cannot do it. I cannot do it. And, you know, Elizabeth is so great at her details, that soprano. She's so great at her details and her logistics that I can say, you know what? My eyes are going absolutely cross-eyed trying to figure all of this out. I give it to her and she's got it figured out in seconds. And I, I brag on her all the time, especially when I go to these conferences and I talk about my team. I say, she knows what I need before I even need it, before I can even verbalize what it is that I need. And that's absolutely amazing. The same thing with X. He is phenomenal at looking at the flow of things and saying, this is not going to make sense. We need to rethink this. Or the client just made these changes or the client has these requests and I have no idea how they think this is going to happen, but here are my alternatives. So a lot of our problems are solved before they can become huge issues that will require damage control. We've already figured out a solution. So they supplement me and they do a lot of things that I I hate to do that I don't like to do. Our new intern, we taught her how to do our event dossiers. Our event dossiers are are actually like, we don't just do a timeline. We do a huge vendor packet that is everything about that particular wedding. A lot of our clients call it the wedding Bible. That huge wedding I was just telling you guys about from this past weekend, the event dossier was over 50 some odd pages long. Tons of detail, but I don't like doing them. I do the logistics consults, but I don't like doing them. But the intern has learned how to do them, how to finesse it. She works it perfectly. And then she knows to hand it off to someone else to get another second set of eyes. So if it's admin, design, or whatever, find out what you hate to do and let someone else. So we talked about who to find. Now let's talk about where to find, because that can be part of the hard process for people finding really good, reliable help. You heard my horror story with the girl who decided to come to the wedding and drink with the groomsmen and get up on stage and sing. I thought I'd found a really good resource. I was just connected with the wrong person. Um, I would definitely go back to them again if I needed, you know, admin help or if I needed specific things done on the day of they just know better now to match me a lot better than what, with what they did. So in our town, we have um, a huge hospitality influence because we are such a destination wedding market. We're a big tourist area. Our local college here has a huge hospitality influence. So contact 
the professors in that particular major in that particular department and let them know that you're hosting an internship and you would like to, you know, get some people in and get them to work with them. If they have some things where they can earn credit, you can work on it with the particular professor or their department to make sure that everything is aligned. But that would be the perfect place. That's where we get a lot of our interns to come from. And, um, with our internship program, if you don't come with experience, then you don't just jump into um, my stuff. You just can't. You just can't because, you know, I, I've I've spent years building this empire, and there is no way in the world that just because you played in your Barbie dream house, you think you're gonna come over here and act like you've got it all together. Ain't no way in the world. So I actually developed my own internship program for people who say that they would like to work. If they don't have any experience, then I'm going to have to teach you how to do things and do them my way and do them how I expect them to be done before I even unleash you on my clients, on the rest of the team, and on um, my event staff that I also work with. So definitely think about that. You know, If you're thinking about building a team, start looking into creating your own internship program and break down exactly what it is that you do. My program pretty much takes the intern from beginning to end of an event. So each module is them finding a client and them helping the client find a venue, manage their budget, find their event team, do a great design, do things for their guests and event management and all of that. So they technically have their own client And we have some vendors that if it's not too busy, will participate in the program to where the intern can give them a call and ask them questions as if they are the planner on behalf of that particular client. And so that they get that experience of working with vendors and working with real details that are um, applicable to real world events that are here in our area. You can also check online on LinkedIn. If any of you are still using LinkedIn, you can definitely find more experienced people there. My best friend in Houston, she has immense, immense success with using Indeed. And that is phenomenal. She will um, put out an ad on Indeed and then she will have them, which I think is brilliant. She will have them record a message so that she can hear their speaking voice, so she can hear their tone, and she can hear that before she even meets with them. And that lets her know if she wants to proceed. And then she gives them specific instructions and directives as to how to apply. And again, if they do not follow directions, then they are not going to be a candidate that's going to make it. But she takes the audio, she takes the files that she receives, the photos that she receives, and then she's able to make a decision that way as well. Facebook Jobs is another great resource as well, but also consider in person. Many, 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 many moons ago, I used to sell Mary Kay. And one of the directors, you know, when they would try to tell you to get more people to join and to be a consultant or whatever, they would say, look for people who have great personalities. Look for people in retail. Look for people who are servers at restaurants. And I still do that to this day. If I see that you are a great people person and you can handle you know, the stress of retail and being a server in a busy restaurant, then I pay attention to you. I like you and I will give you my card and say, hey, call me. Let's get together and talk because those are the people who will shine on your wedding day. These are a few things for you guys to kind of mull around about. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some scary stuff about building a team and getting more people with your brand that I probably know you are itching to ask or that has been weighing on your mind. So we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors and I will see you in a bit. Does being a wedding industry entrepreneur have you feeling kind of bleh? Are you tired of explaining for the 40th time the difference between polyester and pentuck linens? Or just maybe if you get one more email that says, hey, got a quick second to chat, you're gonna scream? It sounds like your give a damn is busted. New and improved and available to you is the new Fix-A-Damn subscription box. This carefully curated and colorful box of tools delivers to you each month the following, compassion, 
patience, feelings, caffeine, and new for 2020, resting bitch face remover wipes. So if your get up and go got up and went, you need to fix your give a damn. All right, so let's talk about some of the scary stuff that happens when you are thinking about hiring a team because you want to make sure that you're doing everything right. And a lot of people say, I really can't afford to bring on a team. And they may be right because you may not have the volume you know, to bring in somebody full time. That is completely valid. It's completely honest. But I don't feel like you necessarily have to have somebody there full time. It's totally okay for you to be the only full-time person at your business because you're the one who is working it the most. You just need someone to supplement if that is where your particular story is. I'm not sure. You could very well have the volume and you need to bring in someone full-time. And if that's the case, mazel tov to you, love. But here are some things that you need to consider. First, well, you guys heard me talk about my interns and my internship program works I tried to stick to it as legally as possible. So if you are working with an actual um, department chair, they can kind of help you figure out how many hours are needed with a particular internship program that they have in order for it to count as credits for those particular students. So you can definitely defer to their knowledge on that behalf. But for your own, with my internship program, I do not look at them as free help at all. Here is the legality of it all. And before I go any further, I am your girlfriend. I'm going to be your best friend. I will do anything in the world for you, baby. I will leave some drunk kid with a hole in his back and a tub of ice if you need some kidney, but I, if you needed a kidney, but I am not your lawyer. So do not take this as legal advice. I'm just telling you what worked for me. You can talk to your own lawyer. You can do your own research and do what's best for you. Capiche? Awesome. So With our internship program, I do not use them as unpaid help. So here's where I arrived at how I work with my interns. When my intern does anything that benefits them, they don't get paid for it, okay? Legally, I do not have to pay them to take them to take my internship program. So if they're working through the program and I'm working on a project with them and it's like within the program, remember I said how they have their own little pretend client that they're working on? If I am stopping work to work with them on that, That doesn't benefit my business at all. That's me giving back and that's me helping them. That's me pouring into someone else. I do not have to pay for that. However, when my interns come into my office and they do work on my events that I benefit from, they have to be paid. So you have to be very careful about walking this line of unpaid internships with your interns than anyone else that you have. Again, definitely do your own research, but this is what I came up with after I did my own research and talking to my own lawyers about everything. If they are working on their own projects and you are there as a guide, totally cool to be unpaid. If they come in and they use your resources or whatever to work on their projects, totally fine. However, if they come in and they're working on timelines, they're folding linens, they're doing all of that other stuff and it specifically benefits your business, and you are using them as work workers, they have to be paid. However you want to start off your pay scale with that, again, it's totally up to you, but I feel like you should make it comparable to where it is going to be a chance for growth for them to come up. And again, with our program, we don't allow anybody to move up to a quote unquote permanent assistant um, or to a event manager or designer or planner without them going through the program because they would have no background. So they have to start there. That is one thing that you need to know. The next thing that you need to know is determine whether or not you want an employee or an independent contractor. There are going to be several different factors that are going to lean into whether or not you go either way. And it would be best for you to talk to a lawyer Just think about it. The amount of control that you want will determine whether or not you want to bring in an employee or an independent contractor. If you want total control over their work, when they work, how they work, and what they produce, you just got an employee. However, if they are able to determine how they work, 
um, on certain events and when they work and if they are also able to do this work for somebody else that is an independent contractor. So that means you cannot do a uh, no compete on an independent contractor. That doesn't work that way at all. So just to reiterate, yes, if you bring in an, an IC and they are going to be your day of assistant, they are able to work with another wedding planner or another designer or another whatever it is that you are to get work. You are not allowed to preclude them from that as an independent contractor because that means you are stopping them from work. If you want that level of control, then you need to bring them on as an employee. But if you like the idea of issuing 1099s and being invoiced and just paying out for that, if it makes it a lot easier for you, then you do have an independent contractor. You just need to be very careful about what company secrets, what company documents that you relay to this IC and what they have access to if you feel like you need to guard your kingdom, so to speak. And you can also, you know, say that you have disclosure clauses for your clients and for your work product and all of that other stuff. That's another thing you also need to determine who owns the work product as well. But you can also, you know, add those in an agreement with your IC as well to make sure that both of you are protected. So if you do decide to go the route of an employee, then you're probably also terrified about if you have to do health insurance, if you have to do taxes and how to do payroll. Well, health insurance is optional. That's not something that you, you have to offer. And payroll, honestly, is super easy. It's not as hard as you think it is, especially if you go through your financial institution like Bank of America or Wells Fargo. I have used Paychex in the past. That's P-A-Y-C-H-E-X. This is not an endorsement. I'm just telling you who I've used before in the past. And they actually handle everything for you. You just give them the hours every week when you want to have payday and they take care of everything else. They pay your state taxes, your federal taxes, your workman's comp. That's something um, different if you'd like to get that as well for your employees, which I definitely will suggest that you do because we work in a very, very precarious business where people can drop you know, a speaker on their foot. They can drop a six-foot banquet on their foot. They can hurt their hand carrying florals or whatever. So that's definitely something that you want to look into as well as your liability insurance. Check your liability insurance and see if your liability insurance and your E&O, your errors and omissions insurance, make sure that that covers either an independent contractor or an employee. There are some insurance companies out there that will cover both. There are some that will only cover employees. And if you do have an IC, an independent contractor, they should also come with their own insurance as well. So that's something that you can mandate from them as well. Or you can just have an umbrella to cover yourself because you definitely want to make sure anyone on your behalf is protected and also that your brain is protected from anything that they may do as well. But payroll is super easy. It's not a nightmare. You can also hire people seasonally. So if when you're doing your payroll, you don't have to say, okay, I'm going to hire somebody full time for the whole year. You can just say it's going to be seasonally for this amount of months for these amount of hours. Those are the type of things that you may have to commit to. So it's really not that scary. It's really not that bad, I promise you. And if you want to talk it through with me, you're more than welcome to shoot me an email or shoot me a DM and I'm happy to kind of help you flesh it out. But another thing that's super scary for people is that they are so afraid of being stolen from when they hire a new staff person, especially if they have to bring this person in as an independent contractor, knowing that they could very well go out and work with their competitors. I totally get that. That is what held me up for so many years from building my team. But like Lauren Hill said, baby, there is nothing new under the sun. Absolutely nothing new. So you can try to worry about somebody taking your stuff and taking it to your competitor or taking your things and even starting up their own business. But that may hurt you in the long run from growing to what you need. We pretty much change almost annually some of the things that we do and how we operate. So if you had something from ours from two years ago, more likely than not, we're, we're already two or three iterations past that 
right now. And I say this to people all the time who are so worried about their work product and and being copied is that, you know, baby, anybody can come and see what you do, but they're not you. They can copy the recipe, but the sauce won't taste the same. What you're actually doing is borrowing tomorrow's problems that may not even truly exist and putting them into today. I definitely want you to be very cautious and I want you to plan out and prepare. However, if you need help now, if you're ready to grow now, then you may not realistically be you know, doing something that's feasible or beneficial to your business. And trust me, this is coming from a chick whose name was stolen and fought it out in trademark courts. I know what it's like to be copied and stolen from. I, I totally, definitely do. And I still had to break those walls down and that that boundary to allow other people to come in. And my business has flourished and grown because of it. So if you're still confused or you want to hash it out or you want to talk it out, you can shoot me an email. We can talk about it. You can send me a DM and I'll help you flush it all out. But that is definitely the case. Don't worry about people copying you. Don't worry about people stealing from you. Worry about building your empire. That is what the most important thing is. And, you know, we try to change up our things all of the time between every six to 18 months, maybe. So if you found something of ours from about two years ago, more likely than not, there's already been three different iterations of it because we evolve. Our businesses evolve. The premise and the process can stay the same, but it can also be tweaked as well. And it'll definitely change. So don't let that stop you from doing exactly what it is that you want to do. It's stopping you from growing. It's definitely hindering you and you don't want to do that. So there is another thing when you are working with these particular people and you have people that are coming to you and asking you for work or internships, you need to be completely honest with them. And in order to do that, you have to be completely honest with yourself. You have to understand how much it is that you're making. You have to understand how much you need to not only survive, but how much you need for your brand to survive, to make sure that all of your overhead is being met, to make sure that you still have your marketing taken care of, that you have your essentials like your rent, if you have an office, your insurances, and all of those type of things that are being taken care of as well. You want to make sure that those things are handled before you can even think about bringing on someone else. That's very, very important. And you also want to make sure that if you can bring someone on, you want them to know how much they're going to be able to make and you're going to want them to know how often they will be able to work. Nobody's getting rich here. I'm being completely honest with you because our events fluctuate, but now we're able to, um, spread out a lot more because you guys know I'm out speaking and I'm out teaching a lot more. So my staff can pick up a lot more, which is totally great. But you need to have an honest conversation with the people that contact you and say, hey, this is only going to be a part-time gig. This may just be you working in the office. This may you be just you helping me out on wedding days. Let them know exactly what it is that it's going to be and then craft what your employee or your independent contractor contractor pardon me relationship is going to look like and what it's going to be because i feel like when people aren't paid well and when people aren't appreciated enough and when people are not kept engaged then that is when they leave that is when they say i can do this so much better i'm going to go take what i know and you know start up my own gig even though it could be totally to their detriment you know what i mean if you have an established brand it would be much better for them to come and work under you because nobody's going to go to them immediately because they're new. They may go to them because their pricing may be far lower than yours, but they're not going to them for the experience. They will be coming to you for the experience. So it's going to be very important that you cultivate and curate your relationships of your staff so that you can keep them happy and engaged. Attend networking events together, do creative shoots and creative event ideas, pop-ups, all types of things to keep them engaged and, and with you because you want to encourage them to stay and you also want to encourage their creative spark and fire as well. So these are just a few things that I feel like you definitely need to be honest about. 
And then you can start to work on, you know, speak with your lawyer. You can work on specific agreements. You can get yourself set up with payroll and you can figure out how it is that you want to pay. And, you know, definitely come up with a great way of interviewing people as well. So when you're interviewing, there is one thing that you definitely have to do. You have to remember who you're speaking with, because more likely than not, you are going to come across someone who doesn't necessarily have a lot of experience in this industry, or certainly not the amount of experience that you have in the industry as a business owner. So you want to make sure that you are showing enough grace to know that they don't know what they don't know. They may have a totally unrealistic impression as to what it's like to do your job. And it is definitely your place and your role to tell them where they are airing. However, you definitely also want to make sure that you are showing a lot of grace and to know that they can be groomed. That's if they can be groomed because I have interviewed some people who are just like, girl, why you even come in here? Like, this is not real life. I'm waiting for Ashton Kutcher to pop out from the corner and be like, ah, just kidding, you're punked. But when you're interviewing people, you want to find out what their motivation is and why they want to work with you and why they want to work in this particular field because it's not always sunshine and roses. It's not always like what it is on TV. You're going to have to deal with a lot of different personalities. You're going to have to deal with a lot of people that are under stress, both families and vendors included. So they can't come um, come in with this rose-colored, you know, glasses on thinking that they're going to get the best out of everything and they have absolutely no clue as to how to get there. Also ask them about a time when they, you know, they had to deal with a stressful situation. Ask them about what their problem solving skills are. Also ask them about what their creativity is, what inspires them, what gets them going. You tell, ask them about the last great event they attended and why it was great. You want people who are passionate and who have fire because these are the people that are going to not only help keep your business going, but also help to keep you going as well. I certainly hope that this helped you guys today. I've had so much fun chatting with you and I cannot wait until we do it again. And again, if you guys have any questions at all, you want to flesh it out, just shoot me an email, shoot me a DM, and we can definitely talk about it. And I look forward to seeing how you are going to build up your business and your brand.